0: Brookside Financial Advisors LLC and Brookside Tax and Financial Group LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group.
1: Hey, welcome back to the Road to Retirement. My name is Chris Anselmo. I'm here with my co-host, Tony Shore. How
0: are you doing, Tony? (laughs) I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show, Chris. Yeah, it's been a crazy week just uh, trying to stay adjusted to this uh, new way of life i think it's going to be the new normal and i know that uh, a lot of places are getting ready to ease back into some semblance of normalcy but i don't know if we're ever going to go back to normal uh but my family and i are healthy so i can't complain how about you yeah everything's
1: good here we have kind of a skeleton crew uh fortunately unfortunately we're one of those uh, what do you call those businesses that are essential so um we're trying to get everything we can done we're keeping everyone away from each other and like right now there's maybe only two people here versus normally having seven or eight people but um you know part of it is the tax returns and we got to get those done or people don't get their refunds and their stimulus checks and things so um so we, we kind of had to be here so
0: yeah, your tax side of the business is uh, huge this time of year. And uh, normally, uh, the biggest portion of it would be behind you. Uh, but I know you still have a lot to do, and they've extended that deadline. So a lot of yeah, people yeah, aren't filing it. as quick.
1: Yeah, so anyone basically, I think we probably have 30% of the people still haven't filed. And that's generally, I would just gonna assume those are the people that owe. Right, so the people, who, yeah. the people who want their refunds, you know, probably have have, have come in already, and people who are like, "Well, I don't have to pay till July," so, and I would prefer to get them all done just so they're they're done. You know, you don't have to pay till July, but I'd like to just get your return done. Um, so let's talk about taxes, I thought maybe we talk about taxes being on sale.
0: Well, what do you mean by taxes being on sale? Explain that.
1: Okay, so you know, um, um. Well, it's probably a couple of years now already. They, under the Trump administration, they passed a new tax law, which reduced uh, income tax brackets for individuals and corporations. So those are due to expire, at least uh, the corporate one's permanent, but the, the individual one is uh, due to expire in 2026. So it might be a good opportunity to start taking money out of those retirement plans that you've been sucking money away for and converting, you know, paying the taxes now while it's cheap versus, you know, later when they, um, are going to go up. So right now, you know, the lowest tax rates, uh, you know, it starts at 10, then it's 12, then it's 22. And then, you know, so it's a lot cheaper than it used to be. I mean, at one point, many, 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 many moons ago, the highest tax rate was 92%. <laughs> Hopefully we'll never go back to that, but, uh, wow. but, but since they're on sale now, you know, the strategies to look at, um, you know, you know, since we're CPAs too, we can, you know, run all the numbers and we have software to do that. So a couple things you've, you've probably talked about on other shows is Roth conversions. Oh so, yeah. So for those of you listening, Roth conversions, you have your traditional, um, retirement accounts, which are, which are called tax deferred, which means you put money away while you're working you're not paying the tax on that money while you're working. And in theory, that money will grow as it's invested, and then you will pay the tax later when you take it out. In the theory being that when you retire, you would probably, all things being equal, be in a lower tax bracket than when you were working. So that's fine unless they raise the tax rates. So uh, this might be a good opportunity to take some of that money, pay the tax now, put it in a vehicle that's uh, going to be tax-free for the rest of your life and the rest of your beneficiaries' lives. So so we can uh, crunch numbers to do that. So the main one that most people know about are Roth IRAs. So Roth is IRA is uh, a, almost the opposite of regular IRA. When you put the contributions in, you did not get a tax deduction. The deal with that was if you take it out later, as long as you've held the account for at least five years and you're over 59 and a half, those returns that you're taking out, including all the growth, are tax-free, not tax-deferred, so tax-free. So either when you take them out or even if your um, future beneficiaries take them out, it's tax-free. So that was... um,
0: So a Roth grows tax-free, the interest earned is tax-free, and you pull the money out tax-free. It's just that Uh, the money you put into it, you have to have already paid taxes on it. It doesn't come out pre-tax and go into the account pre-tax. It goes in post-tax. You've already paid taxes on that money. But that sounds like, uh, why wouldn't everyone want a Roth IRA instead of a regular one? Because uh, later, when you know taxes are going to be more, um, you would want then, and you a lot of people in retirement don't want to be in a higher tax bracket. You want to pay as little tax in retirement as possible. So it just, it sounds like a no brainer to me.
1: Well, it, it should be. But when you're working, people are like, I don't want to pay tax now. I That's true. I'll, I'll, yeah. deal, I'll deal with it later. So they yeah. want to take yeah. the tax deduction. So, um, if you took the tax deduction, then you you got to pay the piper somewhere. So, as when you eventually take money out of your IRA, you're going to be paying the tax. Now, most people when they're taking money out of the IRA are either at retirement or in retirement, or maybe even collecting Social Security. So, there's sometimes there's a a double whammy because every dollar you take out of your retirement plan, another dollar your Social Security is getting taxed. So. Take out twenty grand of uh, retirement uh, money. Possibly, if it's getting taxes if it's forty grand, because uh, twenty thousand more of your Social Security got taxed. So, so those are things you have to look at. And you know, because we're full service, we can look at that. A lot of um, shops out there, they just they only do they either sell insurance, or they sell investments, they don't give any tax advice. So, so you could come in, we crunch all the numbers. Um, that's one avenue so the idea of again of the roth is pay the tax up front and never have to pay tax again another um, situation is using life insurance so life insurance because probably they get the best lobbyists in the world other than <laughs> the oil, other than maybe the oil industry but uh, anyhow um, political comments aside they they um, <laughs> The tax law basically says um, life insurance, the death benefit of life insurance is tax free. So when you invest in a life insurance policy, you know, Tony, you get some leverage. So you, you, you pay a dollar and you might get a dollar, 30, dollar 40 of life insurance. So obviously the younger you do it, the more death benefit you'll get, the older you do it, the less death benefit you'll get. So that's just because you're you know at older ages, you're closer to wrecking the car, if you know what I mean. So, so <laughs> yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, buying life insurance at 80 is very expensive, right? If, even if you could get it. So so the idea there would be to take some of your IRA money, especially once you're 59 and a half, and start funding some life insurance. So let's say you take $100,000 out of your life insurance, out, out of your uh your uh, retirement plan, and you do it. We're going to do it over a five or six year, maybe even a seven year period. So you take, you know, ten thousand or twenty thousand bucks a year out and fund the life insurance. So you're you're spreading the tax out. So I'll we'll pay tax on twenty thousand dollars in one year instead of paying tax on a hundred in one year. And if we can do that before you start collecting your Social Security, we don't have to worry about um, that double whammy we just talked about before. other thing is is that you know the younger you are generally the more healthy you are so life insurance you just can't buy with money like with with annuities Tony look you just you just give money and that you get an annuity there's not a lot of underwriting in an annuity if any uh, because you're putting up the money so with a life insurance policy there's going to be some underwriting whether it's um, simple or more complicated depending on um, your circumstances so if you have know, heart conditions, um, uh, stroke or any, anything like that. Or Tony, you said, um, you know, people are diabetic probably. Well, it's not that you won't be able to get it, but you might have to pay more. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, things like that. So life insurance is really, um, coming along because the fact that the tax rates are so low right now, people say, well, look, I'll just take, if I can take uh $25,000 out a year and pay the taxes now and the brackets are. Say twelve or even twenty-two percent—that's better than if they t- change the tax law in twenty twenty-six and now the tax rates backed up to forty percent. Let's do it. while the taxes are on sale? So, so we're trying to get the message out there. Uh, come in. Let's run the numbers. See if it makes sense. Because um, there is a, a the other thing about life insurance is you can borrow if you if you have enough cash invested in a life insurance you could borrow against it. And that comes out tax free. So when you borrow against your own policy, you're it's charging you interest to borrow the money, but the interest is your own interest. So it's like you're borrowing from yourself. So, so but do we want to do? Uh, we want to make sure we we build these correctly because there is such a thing called in life insurance a modified endowment contract. It's a it's a technical tax term that if you overfund your life insurance and there's some you know calculations for all this, but for uh, the rest of us out there, if you just if you overfund fund your life insurance, like say you just say oh, I'm just going to put 200 grand in the life insurance, probably one lump sum, then it can become a modified annuity contract. And what that does, it changes the taxability of the policy. So if you do access loans and things from it, they're going to tax any of the earnings that were in that contract first. So if you put in 100 grand, you, let's say you put in. you throw a lump sum in, and you start borrowing from it, any of the earnings are going to come out first, so you're going to pay tax on it. So we want to make sure we structure it so we don't fall under those rules, because the idea was to make this tax-free. So we don't really want to um, screw that up and uh, end up having a taxable vehicle. (laughs) So... Like, no. You, okay, I'll, I'll stop talking. You got
0: questions? No. <laughs> well, well, first of all, I think a lot of people would be surprised that uh, they could utilize insurance in that way to create uh, tax-free, um, I don't want to say income, but uh, like a tax-free payment in the future and really take advantage of a, an insurance vehicle that way. I think that's awesome because, uh, like you say, taxes are on sale and- now's a good time to take advantage. And I always thought, okay, yeah, now's the time to do the rollover from the 401k into the Roth IRA because those grow tax-free and you can pull out tax-free. But I, I didn't really think too much or know a lot about the insurance options. And I think that's where people really get confused is when you start talking about life insurance, their eyes roll back or or they, they put up the sign of the cross and say, nope, back away. I don't insurance, insurance. You're just trying to sell me something. And it's just, uh, I, you know, they think that um, insurance uh, is not uh, viable financially. So they think you pay in and you don't get as much back. That's right. what people well. feel about insurance. But uh, they're wrong when it comes to a lot of the insurance products over the years have been improved so much. For retirees to utilize, right?
1: Correct, and and you may be that you take a portion of your IRA, and like a lot of the a lot of IRAs, um, retirees don't even access. They you know they take out the required minimum distributions, which are maybe three four percent a year, but they really don't access them a lot unless you know they might have a pension or Social Security, and they eventually they're left to the next generation. So when you leave it to the next generation, you know, the next generation has got to pay the tax and then most likely they're in, they're in working mode while they're working and they're inheriting. And so they're going to pay the piper. So if, uh, if it really truly is designed to be a death benefit to the next generation, why not try and make it tax free um, so that uh, nobody has to pay uncle Sam. so. You know, who knows in, in 10, 15 years, maybe tax rates are back up. Or, you know, it depends who gets in an office and who gets in the Congress, right? So, um, you know, these are the lowest tax brackets I can, I know in my lifetime. So, you know, take advantage of it. I mean, the whole concept of putting money away in a retirement plan was to be tax efficient, right? The idea was I'm going to put it away. And when I retire, I should be in a lower tax bracket than when I'm working. That was the whole um carrot they dangled in front of you. So now the tax brackets are low. Why not try and take advantage of some of that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's huge. Now, if our listeners want to look at some of these various strategies, like maybe rolling over their 401k into a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA into a Roth, uh, or look at their retirement accounts in general to see where they're at as far as uh, not only the tax burden but just right now with the markets going up and down and taxes being low it's time to look at some of these things how do they get a hold of you you're offering complimentary consultations is that correct
1: sure we um you call us at 440-886-3550 or a look at our website com we don't charge for initial consultations. Look, we want to make sure that we can actually help you before you, you sign on to be a client. So sometimes, you know, people come in and we, this, this doesn't work, you know, maybe they're uninsurable. So we'd have to look at other things, but you know, the Roth mechanism, the other reason we use Roths are to fund um, college for grandchildren. So let me explain that. So, We've probably talked about five twenty nine plans, and people have heard of five twenty nine plans for putting money away for kids' college. the The issue with uh, five twenty nine plans are a couple things. One, there there's not a lot of investment diversity in those. Um, you're not allowed to do a lot of trading in those. They th- you might even be limited. It used to be, you were only limited to one trade a year. That may have changed.
0: So they're not really actively. Uh, managed accounts, like where there's a lot of movement.
1: Correct. The other thing is obviously they gave you this tax benefit. You know, it's it's an odd tax benefit because you don't get a deduction for it. So, but if you don't use it for educational purposes, they want to assess a penalty against you on the, on the earnings and stuff. So, um, so with Roth IRAs, it's a little different. Roth IRAs, so. Normally, we don't use the Roth IRAs for Education for the parents because the parents aren't going to be most likely 59 and a half when their kids are going to college. You know, you're know, you probably going to be in your late 40s and 50s when your kids are going to college. So so the Roth, it doesn't work at that level. But if grandma and grandpa put together a Roth, um, that can, you can invest that however you want. So if they want to use the money for college education for the for the grandchildren that's fine and even if you know they could convert IRA money so let's say they convert ten thousand dollars of IRA money or or however much you want to, let's use around a hundred thousand dollars IRA money and you put it in into a Roth IRA they can invest it however they want now and they don't have to necessarily use it for education so if the kid's it's you know, it's just their money. It's it's not tied to the grandkids. So if they want to take money out later and give it to the uh, the parents for um for college education, they could do that. So I uh, you know, so you're not limited to where what you can invest in and how you can use it. You can use it for anything. You wanna buy a boat, you wanna buy a car, you can buy you can you can use it no matter what. There's no restrictions on what you use your Roth IRA money for. So we like to do that. And even if they say, look, I, I can't afford to like put a hundred grand away or 20 grand away from my grandkids. Well, maybe your kids can, you know, you can gift money to your parent and the parent could, you know, segregate their own Roth IRA and get, you know, and you can replace the money for them. So, so, you know, you can't contribute to their IRA, but if if you need if you want to give your parents some money to compensate them for basically paying all the tax on this money so that they can use it later, uh, that's a possibility. So so we look at that. Um, but life insurance is, is a good option for a lot of people, and you know there's a lot of good life insurance companies and policies out there now uh, that we can we can run numbers on, and we can also um, run numbers just on the calculations of how all this works. And believe it or not, we will have a, another book coming out on this. So, um, um, uh, uh, how to basically use life insurance tax-free in retirement. So, um, I'm not sure when it'll be done, but, uh, it's in the works. So, oh, wow. So I thought, yeah. So I thought, um, you know, now the taxes are on sale, like we said earlier, you know, use it to your advantage. Um, we're not gonna see. You, look, you are never gonna see tax rates any lower. I mean, especially what's going on with the coronavirus, right? I mean, they're right trillions of dollars. They're you
0: know, we're, they're spending trillions. Yeah, and where are and they that's gonna get the it from. Yeah, I mean,
1: I mean, the only way to, where the government gets money from is taxes, right? So, yep, I can't imagine that this tax. Uh, st- rate tables are going to stay the same or that, you know, they're going to add on something, maybe, you know, even a temporary tax to help fund the, you know, coronavirus. But and look, it's cheap right now. And I know people hate paying taxes and you're like, well, oh, you want me to take out a hundred grand and give $20,000 to the IRS? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because later if you take out a hundred grand, you might be given 50,000 to the yeah, IRS. Right? exactly. So, yeah. So, you know, it's, it, you know, just come in and run the numbers and then you make the decision whether you want to do it. Some people are like, you know what? I just don't want to give the money to the IRS. And, and I understand that. So, yeah.
0: well, it's so, now versus uh, later. So they just have to make the decision. Well, uh, you have to do the math like you said, and everybody's situation is different. Maybe your situation will work out to where, you know, you might be in a lower tax bracket in retirement. People think that they always assume they will be, but most people aren't. Right, so right. They're, they're you can't count on you can't count about on that. The same. Yeah, yeah, and generally about the ne- same.
1: It's not just now versus later. It's later might be more expensive. So it's not right. just you know it's not like well I'll pay twenty percent now or I pay twenty percent ten years from now. Ten years from now it might be forty percent.
0: So yeah, and um, it's going to be on a bigger number, probably. Yeah. It could be so. Yeah. I'm not
1: saying that you do this with all your IRA money, but maybe you, you carve out a, a chunk of it, maybe 25% of it or 30% of it and you and you do that or, or buy some life insurance with it. So you just got to get creative in these times because, yep. uh, again, they're, they're, they're on sale and, um, you know, traditionally we would defer, 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 defer. But now when they're on sale, um, again, that was the point of deferral was to. Be in a lower tax bracket when you retire. So here's the lower tax bracket. You are in yep. a lower. T- now you don't have to wait to retire, but most of the people that will do these strategies will wait till they're fifty nine and a half, um, um, to do it. So they.
0: But you can do a direct be- transfer before you're fifty nine and a half. Correct. You, you could you yeah. could do that too. Yeah. But
1: if you're gonna buy the life insurance, um,
0: especially this year, right now, there's no penalties because of the coronavirus, uh, the CARES Act right
1: right correct so but the direct you mean going to a Roth right so Yeah. if you if you wanted to fund life insurance you're going to have to pay the tax yeah well, so, yeah for sure so yeah. i thought that would we wanted to get that out there and
0: uh, yeah i think that's awesome well great show today and uh, i learned a lot so i assume our listeners have as well They'll probably have questions though, especially yeah. on the life insurance option. Uh, yeah, it's you, tough to get into these
1: these these conversations because they get so technical. People are just you know falling asleep
0: already, and but uh, <laughs>
1: hopefully well, not. But 3550 So call us. We'll we'll help you through it.
0: All right, thanks, Chris, and listeners. That does it for today's episode of the Road to Retirement with our host Chris Anselmo.